absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what's happening? I'm well caffeinated this morning. I did not skip out on the the morning coffee. I mean, you, you guys saw it at the end of the show yesterday. I was starting to pick up speed, uh, but now I'm 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 raring to go. You know, it's funny too. Is as you guys know that we're very close to picking up a coffee sponsor. We're gonna have a a one of, one of our mid reads is going to be a uh, coffee uh, 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 fucking place. I don't know, with fucking uh, nutrients and coffee or some shit like that. So I look forward to fucking drinking that coffee and uh, being ready to go. All right. That's it. I, I, I figured that was enough for Panther to say I'm rare, I'm ready to go. You know. I just I'm just waiting for ours to say Sex Panther, what's up? Like I, sometimes the transitions aren't there. I I I listen. I just is there football to bet on tonight? Because I'm just sucking fucking done with baseball. I'd after today, if I go, I'm telling you right now, I got five plays. If I go 0 and five, I'm not betting another baseball game the rest of the regular season. Wait till playoffs. They're about pissing me the fuck off. How about them Cubs? I really wish I would bet up. I actually pitched my pitcher in that game for my fantasy team, but I didn't bet it. How, <laughs> how stupid is that, right? I got to say that we got a crowded fucking house this morning, guys. Do you see? Do you see this? Like this is the, uh, the chat's no. going to be fucking crazy today. Oh, I'm just gonna, I, I'll, I'll give a roll call real quick. Gravy Stacks, who's your daddy? Iceberg, Kyle, Nardog, Ramon, Saxy, Maxi, and Tutty. Wow. All joining us live this morning. It's going to hey, be fucking go. raucous. That's 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 for fucking sure. Oh, Max, put the pressure on you. You guys better be raucous. You better get to work. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I have like 15 fucking comments that I already catch up on, by the way. And and one of them has to do with uh, uh, Kyle having crabs in college. So, oh. okay. yeah, yeah. So we have that to look forward to, I guess. Uh, we also have to look forward to some Monday Night Football talk, right? We had a game last night. There was a game last night. A little bit of a game uh seattle and denver now you guys bet you both bet seattle with the points right that's right yes sir so you're welcome <laughs> you can't hold geno smith back baby no 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 i uh, the kod could have though and so i'm glad i didn't bet it with you guys yesterday and 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 cause us to to lose that one uh geno looked good i we were kind of talking about this in the pre-show uh geno smith mvp <laughs> was was it a spicy meme someone posted this uh lord lord posted spicy memes russell wilson versus geno smith comparison uh russell wilson literally the whitest name ever geno smith shares name with badass italian mob bosses russell wilson intercepted on the goal line to lose the super bowl geno smith has never been intercepted in the super bowl <laughs> russell wilson threw six interceptions last season geno smith only threw one last year uh, Russell Wilson had to transfer colleges in order to get playing time. Geno Smith once threw eight TDs in a single game at West Virginia. <laughs> Russell Wilson, 75th overall draft pick out of college. Geno Smith, 39th overall draft pick out of college. <laughs> Those are the Jets for you back in 2013. Uh, Russell Wilson uh, married to future sloppy seconds. Geno Smith married to his college sweetheart. Russell Wilson, most well-known quote, let's ride. LMAO. What the fuck? Uh, most well-known quote for Geno Smith, they wrote me off. I didn't write back. He did say he said that last night. And uh, yeah, Geno Smith got the big win. Uh, it was not a nice homecoming for Russell, right? Uh, Russ, Russ uh, he did some cooking, though, right? We, we would say that he did some cooking, 340 yards. Uh, it was a fucking amazing touchdown to Jerry Judy. That was beautiful. It was great. It was fucking amazing. Oh, God, that was, that was, that was awesome. Um, 
But that Denver team let him down. That whole that that vaunted Denver team, that everything that everyone's fucking you know have Super Bowl hype around that Denver team. It just they they everything else looked like shit out there. Their offensive line looked like shit. Like uh, Seattle was getting fucking pressure. It seemed on every goddamn play, and they lost Adams. Didn't Adams uh, get injured at one point? I think Adam, Adams came up lame at one point. They, they they got pressure, and then fucking fumbling the goddamn ball twice at the one yard line. You're, <laughs> you know, I think. Uh, all right, well, what I can say to this is, I don't think that I'm ready to write Denver off. I'm not going to say that this is indicative of how their season's going to go. It is indicative, as we said, of how Week One has been treating the quote-unquote favorites, right? The, the quote-unquote good teams. The, the bad teams seem to be more ready to go in week one than the fucking good teams. Seattle, a big fucking win. Big fucking win. Uh, you know, uh, looking at that NFC West, it's, uh, Rams, and, Rams and Niners have some, uh, some, some, you know, ground to pick up. Uh, <laughs> and, and, the, and the Cardinals, too. The Cardinals, the Cardinals are way bottom. Uh, those guys, uh, Number first place right now, Seattle Seahawks. Tito Smith, oh, by the way, plus 7,000 for MVP. Oh, oh, there you go. I, but what's, my, what's my boy Davis Mills? Uh, Davis Mills. Not even on the chart. I don't know, <laughs> Probably not on the chart. Plus 9,000. Ooh, there you go. Uh, Panther, I'm going to rile you up in the chats. Uh, King Kyle saying this is why preseason matters. King Kyle uh, d- doesn't understand what we're saying is, yeah, of course, preseason matters. It should matter. But right now it doesn't matter because they're not putting fucking players out there. The teams that are putting the players out there seem to be more ready. The teams that have quarterback controversies, the teams that have positions that they, they don't know who's going to be ready to fucking play. Those teams seem to be better than the teams that is like, ah, we had our team last year. Or, hey, we just brought in Russell Wilson. He's a good quarterback. He's going to fucking gel. Well, yeah, that's exactly what we're saying. I was, you know, my points to ponder yesterday was preseason doesn't matter because the the veterans aren't playing. And you're seeing it. This is the second, at least the second year in a row since they expanded the schedule where week one has essentially been like the the, preseason game for guys like Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, all the guys that they're putting in bubble wrap to make sure that they're not getting injured are coming out and looking rusty and looking the part. So yeah, we do agree that preseason matters, but the head coaches are so scared to put their, you know, six, nine figure athletes out there that uh, they leave them in a bubble wrap. But so th- this wasn't, this wasn't a shock, right? You know, Geno Smith, there was no learning curve. He stepped, he played for the Seahawks last year and did an admirable job. Now he didn't have to look over his shoulder, whether or not he was going to play or not play. It's, his job so um no I, I wasn't surprised that the seahawks actually even won this game I, I said yesterday i thought it was a coin flip game and i really don't think the seahawks are a quote-unquote bad team I, I don't think they're houston or jacksonville or the jets um but i i honestly think they're as good as denver we could play this game eight weeks from now, and I think you'd still see a pretty competitive game. So um, Denver will get it right. They'll get better. Uh, you know, Russ had 350 yards last night, and he was, you know, putting bubble wrap in the preseason. So uh, Denver will get better, but I still, I'm still trying to figure out where all this Vegas love for Denver is. I still have them as like a eight, maybe nine win team. Mm, wow. And that's below the Raiders or above the Raiders? Uh, that's for me. It's below the Raiders. Vegas has 
the Raiders finishing last place, right? When Denver was humming, they looked really good. I don't know if the Raiders ever hummed yesterday. That's my concern. I, I don't know. I, a, co- a couple of things here is if, if you're telling me which coach do I trust more, I slightly probably at this point trust the fucking uh, uh, Raiders head coach a little bit more than I do the fucking Denver's head coach. What the fuck was that? <laughs> the what the fuck was that? Seriously. Your strategy is built on hitting a 64 fucking yard field goal to win the goddamn game. That's your strategy. Now, I was saying this in the pre-show. The longest field goal in NFL history is 66 yards. Justin Tucker hit that last season. Fucking beautiful kick. Remember that? Maybe they should have kicked more of those. They would have been in the playoffs, right? Anyway, I digress. Uh, Prior to that, it was a former Denver Bronco who hit a 64-yarder. I think it was Matt Prater. Hit a 64-yarder. Saxy Maxson, correct me if I'm wrong. He's he's, he's the the local Broncos uh, follower here. I I believe Prater hit a 64-yard field goal in Denver. This is on the road in Seattle. With that crowd, that crowd was not loving Russ at all. Uh, loud ass fucking crowd. And that's your strategy. You fucking burned over a minute. You had three timeouts, and that was the fucking game plan. Uh, just uh, this guy's going to be already on the fucking chopping block. They, they're going to be calling f- fucking Vangio's like, please come back. Please come back and fix our defense. I think it's pretty perfect that it ended that way because the whole weekend was really about missed field goals, made field goals, overtime field goal. Like, it, it, might as well fit right in with Sunday's shit show of field goal kickers. That that was, although McManus is a, a very good field goal kicker, but I mean Justin Tucker right now is the field goal kicking goat. Uh, McManus, unless he's in that thin air at Denver, is not quite where Justin Tucker is. So yeah, what, what are we looking at? Fourth and five arch. You were talking about probability. Like you've got to have, I, I don't even know, countless plays in the playbook where you can go for five yards and get the first down. I believe they still had their full allotment of timeouts here as well. Yes, they did. Uh, I've got the numbers for you. Uh, according to football outsiders, the win probability model suggests with 20 seconds to go, the Broncos had a 36.1% chance of victory by going for it compared to a 7.4% by attempting the field goal. Can't believe the field goal was that high. <laughs> so you fucking like honestly, you just, you just fucking go for it. Yeah, uh, uh, you, you don't spend two hundred and forty fucking million dollars on a goddamn quarterback to have a fucking field goal kicker attempt a sixty-four yarder there. That that's not what you're doing. And uh, yeah, Ru- fucking Russ was towing the company lines. Like, hey, you know, I agree with you. Fuck you, Russ. God damn it, Cook, Cook out there. <laughs> And especially in a situation where you just watched the two that we consider the class of the West win yesterday uh, with the Chargers and and, uh, the Chiefs, or excuse me, Sunday, uh, you need to win that game. Like this is a, this is kind of a, I don't want to say a must win in week one, but God damn it. You're in a situation to win the game. You've got to leave your offense out there. Listen, I agree with Max. You put all this money into Russ and you're coming out for a 64-yarder, bad, bad coaching decision. We'll put that one on the coach. Mm, mm. Uh, in 2021, offenses went for it 47 times on fourth and five and converted it 23 times. Oh, there you go. There you go. Listen, uh, you know, listen, I, um, I, he, he missed it, which was, I thought was a questionable spot. But I love that Carroll went for it, fourth and one near that goal line. Yes. I, 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 I didn't mean, think I, he I, would. I, 
I thought that was a questionable spot anyway. I, I, I really thought, like, um, on first, I, I, the first push, I thought Gino had that, like, right in the fucking beginning. I thought Gino had that before being pushed back. But I was applauding. I was like, fuck yeah, I don't care if you get it or not. That's a ballsy move by Pete Carroll. That's not a move that I expected from fucking Pete Carroll. But uh, everyone in the chat's basically saying it was such a high emotion game. And 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 Russ kind of didn't show up for the emotion where Gino rose to the occasion. And I think Pete Carroll fucking fed off that. I think Pete Carroll's like, fuck you, motherfucker. You want it out of here? <laughs> You're out of here now, and we're still going to beat your ass. So mm-hmm. I, I think that, you know, all the emotions in there. And uh, Seattle rose to the occasion. Now, how, how that plays out in, in the future, again, I think that, you know, Seattle's not a very good team. I, I don't I don't take anything away from this win other than the fact is that you know they played a hell of a game should normalize i i, I bet you you know by next week and for denver yeah if if they can fucking sustain if they, they just don't fumble the fucking ball right if they don't fucking fumble the ball in the red zone a couple of times they win that game uh you know they, they win that fucking game right there so uh denver you know i, I said it yesterday when i was going through my thing sloppy play in week one lots of fumbles some of the the better teams start to fucking uh, hold on to the ball, not turn the ball over. They're going to win ball games, and I, th- I think Denver has a chance to win, win some ball games if they can play the way that they played yesterday and and just improve on. You know, the offensive line has to be much better, though, much much better. All right, agreed. Do right. breather here? Um, Is there anything else we want yeah, to touch just, on? Uh, just just go run through the comments real quick. I'll just read yeah, them, yeah, then we'll yeah. take a break. Um, Ramon saying, yeah, too much emotion for Russell's return. Gino won in front of the home crowd. Um, Ramon saying he's got the Broncos at seven wins this year. Uh, Kyle, of course, saying r- red zone issues. They score 50% of the red zone. They win by almost two touchdowns. Yeah, that's uh, true. Maxi also saying, you know, high emotion game for Gino. Um, I think that at least one more surprise win with him this season with Carroll's coaching. But other than that, don't know if Gino is the guy who's going to raise the quality of play of the players around him like Russ does. I, uh, well, with I the Rams going oh and seventeen, you know, you don't know. Yeah, what's gonna yeah, be. yeah. You, you could win the West right there. You yeah. can win the West. Uh, I, I, so much talent, so much fucking talent on that Seattle team. Uh, Noah Font looked fucking great out there and and made some big plays. And then you know, I kept thinking it's like, man, Russell Wilson probably wishes he has a guy like Lockett or <laughs> or Noah Font or something out there right now um so yeah anyway some some great comments and you too could comment if you were part of the book club that's right because there's so many people listening live right now commenting while we're talking it's it's fucking it's great it makes it makes the opening so much easier when people are commenting and i can play off the comments as opposed to just fucking you know reading an article and figuring out what the fuck we're going to talk about we can actually uh involve people and you could be one of those people that are involved all you got to do is click the link in the description or go to thedgens.net. it's quite simple you get three free days and if you like it then you can buy it for $25 a month. You get access to our private Discord channel, which has this daily sound channel that you can uh, listen live, comment as well. Uh, get some great picks. I mean, we talked about uh, NASCAR. Uh, what's in the pick room right now? In the pick room right now, uh, man, he's already done it yesterday, right? Two days, two days ago, two days ago, he already had NASCAR. Philly the Kid already had NASCAR picks out two days ago. Some great lines that you could have taken advantage of. Well, you can't now. Unless you sign up, $25 a month, all you got to do to be able to book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy insane, maybe even a little 
Mad? If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. All right, baseball. Panthers dropped an ultimatum. <laughs> it goes 0-5 again today. Panther, how many bet? Got to bet five, right? I'm betting five. Okay. <laughs> if you go one for four, are you still in or are you out? Yeah, I, I, I have to go 0 for 5. Okay. If I'm 0 for 5 with these, I mean, listen, a lot of lottery tickets. <laughs> uh, first one up for me. Gonna chase some waterfalls. Uh, missed on the Angels yesterday, but uh, but it, listen, valiant effort, valiant fucking effort by the Angels. We almost, we almost overcame a start by the pitcher who shall not be named. Almost happened. Thanks in part to Mike Trout. You guys see this homered in his seventh game in a row. I didn't even know he was back. Did you guys know that Mike Trout was back? This guy said I might have mentioned fucking, it yesterday. Any idea that Mike Trout was back other than yesterday? <laughs> uh, yeah, isn't that isn't that the story of his fucking career though yes poor fucking yeah. guy is the best baseball player on the goddamn planet i didn't even know he's back until he hit his seventh home run in a row yesterday uh angel's gonna put uh jose suarez out on the mound today facing off against cody morris um gonna be morris's third appearance of this month and his third appearance of this season too suarez man I don't know if you've seen this. Panthers been pretty sharp last few months. He's he's you know definitely giving the Angels the starting pitching edge today. I I think the Angels should have won it yesterday. They should have, uh, but yeah, maybe they win it today. Maybe they're saving that for us for today. Panther ten dollar bet on Anaheim. I'm just going to regurgitate everything that I said yesterday. I don't think there's a pitching advantage for either team. The Angels still have the two best players on the field in Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. So I'm still catching a plus line. They owe me. Fucking Angels owe me. This is one of my five. Give me the Angels for 10 bucks. What are they worth? About 30 wins apiece? The two best team, the two best players. 60, I mean, 61 wins, so 30 and a half. They, they, yeah, they could go 0 and 162 without those two. <laughs> I, I, I think, Sh- yeah, Shohei actually might be worth about 50 of those wins, honestly. Yeah. I, we got a kiss of death on the Angels. I, I like the Angels. I didn't like him yesterday. I like the Guardians. Today, I do like the Angels. So I'm going to throw my 15 bucks on Los Angeles Angels. And we're, you know, good job, good job uh, Cleveland. You're going to win. Yeah, well, I mean, we're getting what about two, two more, two, three more cents more today than we were yesterday. That yeah, one's, yeah, yeah. Right. So I think, yeah, if it's one fifteen today. Seven. Something. Was one, oh, it was wow. plus one hundred seven was plus one fourteen. We get one fifteen. We get one fifteen. Yeah, yeah, I had it down at one fifteen. DraftKings oh, says oh, one fifteen. Oh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't, hey, hey, don't shortchange yourself, buddy. <laughs> Take the extra dollar. Uh, Iceberg taking the Angels plus one and a half here. By the way, he's he's chicken shitting. Chicken shitting it. 
probably a smart move. Probably a smart move. Uh, last one up for me, San Diego, Seattle, from one pitcher that shall not be named to another. You Darvish taking the mound for uh, Padres say, If you download and listen to every single episode, you would know my thoughts on one you Darvish. Uh, he is so fucking good. He is such a goddamn fucking good pitcher until he's not. And that's what's frustrating about you Darvish. Matching up against Logan Gilbert, who has not given up a earned run this month. Amazing, right? Uh, Seattle uh, did me a, a solid by taking two of three from the Braves this past weekend. Mets, of course, uh, coughed that up yesterday with the loss of the fucking Cubs. <laughs> but I digress. Uh, I think Darvish shows up today. I think the Padres' uh, offense has been underperforming. I think it's going to balance out, and they're going to produce at some point, right? I got to produce at some point. I think I think today's going to be the day. I, I like Seattle. I, 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 San Diego, I was getting a plus line no, here. No, no. I'm not getting a plus line anymore. Womp, womp, womp. It's uh, $10 bet on the Padres. And not a game I'm on. I think the pitching matchup is really, really good. But Seattle at home, um, I just slightest, slightest lean on the minesweepers. Even though the line wasn't moving when I looked at it, line seems to disagree. But I, I will lean Seattle. Yeah, that line, that I didn't look at the opener. Is that accurate? It's a 30 cent shift or so? I mean, I had this... Let's see, about two hours ago, I had this at uh, uh, San Diego plus 103. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's been at least since then a seven cent shift in, in wow. that line. So I, I would believe that it might have opened at plus 120. Mm. Well, I'm with you, Max. Uh, at the minus 104, oh, I think there's tons of value on the Padres. So I'm going to jump on it as well. 15 bucks. All right. Well, if my math is correct, I've done two games. Panther bet one of those two games, which means, Panther, you've got four more left. I will try and wiggle through these real quick. Let's talk about the Phillies at the fish. Uh, Sandy Alcantara on the mound, 2.43 ERA. We know how much we love Alcantara, but we know how much we hate the fish. Coincidentally, I was looking at Alcantara's splits. There's a couple teams that actually have been able to get to him. One is the Dodgers. Two is the Phillies. The Phillies have actually been able to score some runs, and they're going to need to score a few runs here because... With Falter on the mound and his 4.02 ERA, I think the Fish might be able to scratch a two or three. But uh, I like the Phillies with the plus line, so fuck the Fish and give me the Phillies for 10 bucks. Yeah, moral support here. You're getting the Phillies with the plus line. Uh, can't trust the goddamn fucking Marlins, right? And just can't fucking do it. So, uh, yeah, they'll probably lose by one. So, yeah, notch that as one of your wins. <laughs> See, Panther, I believe, I believe you're not going to go 0-5 today. So uh, I'll lean on the Phillies. I hope you don't go 0-5 because I'm going to jump on this with you. I like the Phillies with this uh, plus 116. It's a fish. We, we know they're going to lose if it's a one-run game. One of the worst records in the majors at a one-run game. So if the Phillies are just, just up by one going into the ninth, it's going to be a win. Give me the Phillies for 15 bucks. Like it. Next game up, Baltimore at Washington. Uh, Daniel Kramer going to take the mound for the Orioles. Uh, Corey Abbott taking the mound for Washington. I don't know much about this kid. I think he's only pitched once or twice. But Baltimore on the road at like minus 160 just felt too expensive. And the four-letter network that we don't mention actually had Washington at like 63% win probability. I don't know where they came up with that number. But I'll follow their lead. Plus line on Washington. Give me the Nats. Ten bucks. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I like Baltimore in this one. I think Baltimore is probably going to win it. Um, it's a tad bit too chalky for me. Um, just a, just a tad bit. Eh, 
what, wait, minus 150 might actually be in that range. It's, it's right there. I'm going to lean the Orioles. I think they win it. Yeah, I'm leaning the Orioles here, too. When I did the numbers, it was minus 151, which means I can't bet it. Which is so. you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> I'll, One lean, I'll, I'll lean the Orioles. Yeah, you got to hey, you got to have limits. <laughs> you're, you're you're getting some uh, support though uh, from uh, Iceberg. He's on Washington the money line with you, Panther. Yeah, oh, I like it, Iceberg. I like it. All right, next game up for me. Uh, day late, hopefully not a dollar short. But the Cubbies are at the Mets. Oh, no. The God going to pitch for uh, the Mets. But we've seen what the Mets have become here as of late. I, listen, Adrian Sampson has pitched really well, even though the win loss record doesn't show it he's actually been really really good but just out of sheer principle plus 320 i don't even care who was on the other side we'll take a flyer on the cubs for 10 bucks hard to disagree you're saying plus 300 something you know um do i think the cubs have a chance of winning a chance yeah <laughs> i think they have a chance uh, anything's possible with the mets in september uh the mets are fucking lucky right now the braves have lost three games in a row so the mets still keeping that game and a half lead over atlanta but i mean bottom's gonna fall out eventually they got to win the winnable games so you know uh moral support lean on the cubs because of that big plus line I'm, I'm hoping that the mets can fucking win one though yeah i'm tapping out of the series i got mine uh i'm happy i'm t- i'm content i'm good i'm not betting the series anymore i'm leaning the cubs with you though all right, one more game. Let's take a look at the Dodgers at the Diamondbacks. Pretty good pitching matchup here. Clayton Kershaw going against Merrill Kelly. I look, I, I, we talked about this before where the Dodgers really don't have anything to play for. I kind of expect them to maybe start being a little lackadaisical, maybe not even putting their full lineup out there. Um, Kershaw probably not going that deep, although by innings pitched, it's really only July to Kershaw, so he should still be on top of his game. Uh, but at plus 170 at home with Kelly on the mound, there's enough value there for me to take a flyer on the D-backs. It's going to be 10 bucks on Arizona. If you believe in any kind of uh, definition of trap, or you might have your own fucking definition of trap, there, there's multiple definitions of traps in baseball. This one seems a little trappish, right? I mean, you know, you get the line's getting better for the Diamondbacks, and the money is fucking hammering them right now. Is it? Oh. I, uh, yeah, yeah. The money, money is all over the Diamondbacks right now. I think... Uh, uh, the funny thing is, I mean, it's almost like a, a inverse. The public, the public, majority of the public is betting the Dodgers. The sharp, you know, the the majority of the money is hitting the Diamondbacks, and the sports books are fine. They're they're making the the line. So I, I don't know what the fight fucking mm-hmm. make of this one. I, I like the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers win. I will lean L.A., but uh, this is just a clusterfuck. I'm staying away from it. Yeah, I'm gonna jump on it with you, Panther. The Diamondbacks plus one seventy thereabouts, right? Yeah, I think there's value there. I think they have a chance to win. I, I you know, enough to warrant a bet. So fifteen bucks on the D backs. Fuck it. Uh, five plays, five plus lines. I don't even know what the fuck. I might need a nap. I don't know. You might. Uh, I'm done. Well, we're not <laughs> done with the plus lines. There's one more plus line left. The Royals are playing the Twins. The Twins are minus one seventy seven up to minus one ninety. I do have the Twins winning, but not not at that clip. So I'm going to took a, take a little flyer here and put it on the Royals plus 160 for 15 bucks. I think at the minus 177, I, I have the Twins winning close to that. Uh, I, was, I was looking at a minus 188 earlier. So I think, I think minus 190 or something like that. So I think the minus 177, if you can still grab that, there's a teensy bit of value on the Twins. I think the Twins win. So I, I'll lean Minnesota. 
You know, I actually would have agreed if it was anybody but Bubik. He's he's just been terrible. He's probably the odd man out of that rotation for next year. But um, I, I get the logic. I just think the Twins win, so uh, I sit out that game. Lean on Minnesota. All right. That's all I have in baseball, Max. Yeah, honestly, if you look at it, um, uh, the Royals have been playing the better baseball between these two teams. Minnesota's just fucking completely fallen off. They're five games back now in that central um you know, two games back now of the White Sox. So, yeah, um, their their playoff uh, hopes are uh, slimming. But they, you know, they've got 69 wins. Nice. Nice. Uh, let's see. Uh, Iceberg saying Oakland plus one and a half. Taking uh, the A's plus one and a half. Um, I think Texas probably wins that one. I, you know, I was leaning Texas yesterday and, uh, you know, yeah. they should be able to beat Oakland. Leaning right? Texas. I think I think Texas is the play, but plus the one and a half, you know, never know, never know. Uh, yeah, that seems about it. Um, just some, uh, some, some, you know, friendly banter between the guys, but nothing, uh, nothing else. All right. So what do we talk about today? We talked about Monday Night Football. Talked about Geno Smith getting the better of Russell Wilson, or maybe just the Denver coaching staff. Maybe that's a better way to say it. And they can't read a chart, Max. We always say I don't know shit, but I can read a chart. Maybe maybe we can apply for a job in Denver. <laughs> and what else we talk about we talked about baseball that is it you know m- much like an italian uh i want to call him chef gino from now on because he was cooking out there yesterday right chef gino was out there cooking for seattle haven't seen a lot of cooking in seattle in a couple years so uh let us know what you think about our picks your picks anyone's picks over on twitter at betting absolute no matter where you listen up please highs rating comment subscribe download those every single episode banter take us home angels uh, I figured as much, Arch. Phillies. Phillies. That leaves me with Arizona. So we got the Angels, the Phillies, and Arizona. Those will be your DGen parlay. We're hanging on Facebook, we're on Twitter, but mostly it's the book club. It's a goddamn detention center in there. Uh, with with all these degenerates at this early in the morning you guys got to join us in the book club come in there and shoot the shit with us call us out by name we will holler right back but most importantly let us know what you did yesterday what you're doing today when it's all said and done kids it's all make some money fools information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.